The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency in Running podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I am so excited about this episode because it officially marks one year of podcasting on the Resiliency in Running podcast. This will be a normal episode as per usual in the Training for the London Marathon series, but I just wanted to pop that in at the beginning that it has officially been one year of podcasting. So I just want to say thank you for listening. All right, well, welcome to the episode. And like I've just said, it's officially one year of podcasting. And if you've been listening since the beginning, you'll know that I started this podcast when I ran my first marathon. And so tomorrow will mark a year since I ran it. And so this is kind of like the weekend last year where I did run my first marathon. And speaking of marathons, my dad actually just went out this past week and ran his first marathon and he kind of just did it. And I, I don't even think my mom knew about it, but I think it's so cool to see my dad do that and accomplish such a big achievement. And then here in London, I've just wrapped up week 10 of training and it's probably been the hardest week of training so far, which brings me to the topic of this episode all about kind of going through your training with whether you're training for a half marathon or a marathon and falling ill during the training period or coming into an injury and you know, what do you do in that circumstance and what do you, what should you do? So the bigger reason for this episode is just because I can totally directly relate to it because I've kind of just gone through this in the past week. So rewind to last Sunday. Um, I'll give a quick story time. My flatmate is super into like spicy foods and like spicy noodles and that sort of thing. And she loves a good food challenge. And so she got this pack of noodles and they're apparently some of the spiciest noodles in the world, which I now totally believe and she essentially wanted to have them Sunday afternoon and she wanted me to film her eating them just to kind of get her reaction which was totally fine and quite entertaining if I do say so myself but during her eating her noodles she told me oh do you want to try one and I was like yeah I'll, I'll try one single strand of a noodle and then fast forward an hour later I am vomiting aggressively at the toilet and this happens like six more times for for the rest of the evening and I was just like I would be sleeping and then I'd wake up and go throw up go back to sleep and I was just out of it and I just felt so shit and the next day it was just such a struggle as well because I feel like all of that vomiting just sort of I feel like I must have just vomited all of the food from that I ate over the weekend and I just felt so weak on Monday and like waking up on Monday I was just like I do not feel good like I've stopped vomiting but I do not feel good and I probably shouldn't have gone to work also because I just like my energy was really low. I was feeling really weak. I couldn't stand for a long amount of time and it was just not very good. I obviously did not train that day and I just took the day off and I tried to be horizontal as often as I could when I wasn't in meetings. And I think it's just your body's sign when you're seeing like these signs of weakness and signs of just like exhaustion that it is absolutely time for you to listen to your body and rest. 
rest. And now that I'm kind of looking back on the week, I would almost have taken the next day off as well. I did attempt to run and I felt like okay, but also not, (laughs) if that makes sense. And I was still feeling like a little bit dizzy and nauseous during the run so definitely wasn't like back to normal totally but I would say that it probably took me until Friday morning to really feel like back to normal and human again and being able to like stomach normal foods again and just like crave the things that I used to crave but it just felt like this past week has been such a bender because of Sunday evening and this one spicy noodle. Yeah I think I realized and kind of what the purpose of this episode is as well is that in my anorexia and like while I was sick and kind of going through that, I never let myself rest. And there's an element of over-exercising in lots of cases of anorexia, including mine. And it was like, I always thought of it as like a punishment or it felt like a punishment where I would like make myself go to the treadmill every day and run a few miles like multiple times a day. And I just, I mean, like that was like, my body was screaming at me, no, like, I don't want to do this. I'm exhausted. I need to rest. I need food. And Those were like years during my anorexia where I just wasn't listening to my body at all. And I was kind of trying to control my weight and I was trying to control everything about my body and I wasn't listening to its cues. And I think that's really important and something that I've learned as I've grown up is that like your body literally will give you cues as to like, you know, I need rest, I need this, I need that. And I think it's really important that you listen to those cues and that you really pay attention to them because they can be quite helpful, especially in your training process. And I think that it's totally normal and totally human to take days off during training. And I know that it, it can feel like, you know, it can feel, I think at first, like, oh, I'm, I'm failing and I've gotten, I've gotten this far. I've done X amount of weeks and now I just feel like I'm screwing it all up. But I think that mentality and that like thought process reminds me so much of how I used to think when I was anorexic. And And I think it's just really important to like take those thoughts and like, you know, shove them down and kind of negate them. And, you know, obviously know that those thoughts aren't healthy and know that it's even more important just for like your long-term health. And if you want to do something like running long-term to listen to your body and know that you need to rest when it's telling you to rest. I think a perfect example of this as well was when I was marathon training last year and I was feeling some tenderness in my Achilles and I wasn't really wanting to do much about it except for like stretch and ice it and put some icy hot on it. I ended up injuring it a lot more than I was hoping and I did have to take a few days off. But I think with things like that, when you start to feel like muscle soreness or like not just like when you're sore after a run, but I think like if something in particular is really, really bugging you or if it's, you know, affecting the way that you walk, if you're like walking with a limp, I think that that's something to definitely take like rest time for and like take a week off for because if it's something that is obviously and clearly affecting your body and like your muscles, I think it's something that you shouldn't continue to train with and I think it's something that you need to focus on recovering from before you start kind of getting back into training because I think such a big element of training is being able to bring your best 
A game to training each day. And I think at least that's kind of what my mentality is. And just being able to kind of like switch it on and be prepared for another day of training or another week of training. But I think when you're bringing like injuries like that to it, I think it really kind of, it doesn't help the training. And if anything, it's going to make you worse and it's going to make your training decline and it's going to make you resent training. And it's just going to kind of I think especially with running too, it's not going to help with like your times and your ability to run faster or for longer because you'll kind of be dealing with this with this injury. So yeah, this was just another really quick episode for the week that I really wanted to make as it like directly applied to what my experiences were last week. And I think I've just really realized how fortunate like good health is and how lucky you are to have good health. And so I think that there's definitely an element of gratitude at the end of this episode and just if you have good health if you are able to walk and wake up every day and go out for a run and you know you have like working body parts like I think it's just something that you don't think about but I think it's just something to be so grateful for because there are so many people that would kill for that and just wanted to say a big thank you again if you have been listening to the podcast since the beginning I can't believe it's been a year of podcasting and I feel like I've had so many cool guests on. I feel like I've met so many cool people via this platform and it's been just like a really great space for me to kind of not really unload because I don't treat this podcast as like my personal diary, but I think a lot of like the thoughts that I have and things that I've experienced, I think I've been able to share on this platform and really utilize it to connect with others and like uplift others and give hope for others. And I think that that's really the true meaning behind this podcast is like, yes, I love running. Yes, I think mental health is important. But I think in the end, I feel like I've shared a lot of myself on this podcast. And so if that's really helped someone in some way or touched someone in some way or inspired someone, I think that like that is the ultimate goal at the end of the day. So I just wanted to say thank you for listening. I literally appreciate every single listener that listens to this podcast because it really is just like a hobby of mine. It's not something that I consider to be very serious and it's just like a really fun way for me to sit down at the end of a week and just really like wrap up my thoughts and talk about like training, for example, since I'm going through that right now. But I think it's just, it's been cool to look back on and like see all the different things that I've gone through throughout the year. So thank you for being a part of year one and I'm looking forward to year two. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. I've got a link at the top of my show notes and I talk about it every single time, but it is a donation link for Boston Children's Hospital. I would greatly appreciate it if you would consider donating and supporting me in the London Marathon this year. Otherwise, I would love if you would give us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram, just at Resiliency and Running. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.